Good morning. This podcast is brought to you by Glasses. Glasses, they help you see, even if you're too stubborn to think so. Go to www.warbyparker.com and purchase a pair of glasses at full price. But tell them Terrence sent you and they'll be confused. Thanks to Warby Parker for doing nothing for this podcast. And welcome to Down by the River. I'm your host, Terrence Hartnett. Thank you for listening. Thank you for reviewing and subscribing to the podcast. We have some really good reviews, actually. I really appreciate everyone who's done it. Um, I'd like to read one really quick before we get started. I'd like to read a review um, left by M. Hoskin. Terrence is an educated and entertaining host. His folksy manner belies his youth. This encourages his guests to engage in a relaxed manner. This permits the listener to believe he is sitting next to the two while they are chatting in a local bar over a couple of beers. The host's ability to quote-unquote Peel Back the Onion results in an oral history of today's America that reminds one of a modern-day Studs Terkel. Worthwhile podcast. Thank you, M. Hoskin. That's insane. If you can uh, be more verbose or complimentary, um, you will win nothing. But I will appreciate it. That, that's a huge That's a huge compliment. Thank you very much to um, uh, Hos- M. Hoskin for leaving that review. That's uh, really amazing. I really appreciate that. Um, I'm in Chicago. Things have been amazing in Chicago. Comedy's back. Back in my old stomping comedy grounds where I used to stomp and do comedy. Um, I did three shows last night and it was super fun. Um, I'm seeing all my old friends. One of whom is a new friend, Tyler Fowler. Tyler Fowler and I lived in Chicago for four years together and never uh, really met or interacted at all. But we met in Austin about, uh, I think this was in January or February. Um, we met in Austin and I was like, let's have lunch. We're both Chicago comedians. We had some friends in common and we really hit it off and we wondered why we didn't become friends before. Um, so this is my conversation with Tyler. Um, he is a very interesting, uh, comedian because he loves comedy, but he's good at business, which is so rare. And he's good at comedy too. He's good at comedy and business, which is unusual, um, for a comedian or a businessman. Let's be honest. Um, so chatting with Tyler is always interesting because yeah, we, we share this passion for comedy and he's very funny, but he's unlike me in that he has executive functioning skills, which, um, are great. So those skills enabled him to get a job at a marketing firm and then save up money and then buy a building in Wicker Park of which he's the landlord of a four unit apartment building. And, uh, then he quit his job. So now he's a full-time comedian, uh, who owns a building and that's sort of his, the way he supports himself. Um, and he did it right before the pandemic. And it's an interesting story. And he's a hilarious guy. You're going to love it. Thank you for listening. Shout out to, to uh, Hoskin, M. Hoskin, for posting that review. And you could be just like that guy. Um, or tell a friend or shout it out on, on Instagram, whatever. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, take it away, Steve. Down, down, down. I had I went my whole life without wearing glasses, not knowing I probably needed them, and which is uh, so you. You're like I'm fine. Yeah, really. People would be like, "You can't read that street sign." I'm like, "Nobody can." <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, "It's ten feet." Um, but then I went to the Warby Parker store and I'm trying on glasses, and every single pair I would put them on and look in the, the mirror and just laugh because I'm like, "You don't wear glasses? What are you doing, you big dummy?" How old were you? This was like three years ago.
Get the fuck Oh, yeah. Out what happened here. is I was at Thanksgiving, and my family for a year, my mom had been like, you can't, you need glasses. I'm like, no, I know you're fucking crazy. No one can see when they drive. <laughs> <laughs> and, I love that you assume, like, we're all going around, but you don't know what street we're on. Well, I, but I, you're living in it, and you kinda, it kind of slowly happens, so you, you just adapt to it, and you're used to it. And It's a metaphor for depression though, for, uh, for, for uh, most things honestly yeah where you think it's normal when yes. you're doing it yep. yeah yeah and then uh someone at thanksgiving was like try on my glasses and i put them on and it immediately was like oh shit i need glasses yeah you're like and it's not mushrooms. even my prescription and it's like <laughs> colors are brighter i'm like i can read that sign now i immediately was like someone else should drive home i don't think i should be remember the trees on every leaf or the oh leaf on yeah. every tree the you're tree, like yeah, whoa i thought these green blobs are more interesting than yes. i thought oh yeah 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 and even now i just got my prescription updated and i'm like Oh yeah! What have I been? Doing? I had a, a guy tell me. Um, is this the podcast by the way? We're we on. Started? Oh really? Glasses chat. Oh no! Oh okay. That's good. Every didn't... podcast needs a moment like that. Are yeah. We starting? Yeah. Very natural. <laughs> That's great. That's Every so podcast true. needs a. But uh, you don't have like a hey, welcome to the. Nah, nah. I love that. I appreciate that. Great. Okay. Tell me what what. Tell me if I'm doing anything Maybe wrong. Your top five favorite flavors. <laughs> Gross. No. Um. I don't need. A, I don't need a gimmick. I've got charm of my own. You know. Wow. The gimmick That's is, the gimmick. The gimmick is you're talking to a charming man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the gimmick. You're just here. I love it even better that you're like. You know, I love to do a solo podcast, but you know, I I just need someone to bounce my charm off. I need of, some. Yeah. Know? I'm alone. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. You wouldn't be here if I didn't need you. If I'm alone. Me. There's no one to impress. <laughs> that guy already. That guy already hates me. <laughs> Uh, this audience if I'm is terrible. alone, there's nobody to impress. I'm bombing stitch alone. Stitch that on a pillow. That's good. <laughs> if I'm alone, there's nobody to impress. Stitch that on the pillow and put it in your fucking van you live and in by smother yourself. Smother yourself with it? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. uh. <laughs> smother myself with it. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. The only person <laughs> to record a suicide by smothering himself with a pillow. I know. He, he put know. a 45-pound weighted plate over a pillow <laughs> and laid on it. He did curls before it. he did it. I could tell. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's stronger. He had the strength to pick it up. I can't believe your mom told you that you need to wear glasses because my mom literally was like, can I buy you contacts? I will buy you contacts. Because she so you're so handsome, Terry. Really? Yeah, it's Take so them nice. off. <laughs> I hate the way that you took them off with attitude. I did it. Took them off. Yeah, took them off. Took them off like the girl at the end of the movie. Yes. Like, oh, you, are you were pretty. hot the whole time. Yeah. Uh, this is a hot take. I think you look better with them. Thank you. They're square. Not just because you have ugly bags in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do have that. Yeah, the no, hard neck no, curse, no. they call it. Um, maybe, I, really I, but nice. also it's like you get used to seeing a person's face in a certain You've way. You've known me with the glasses. Yeah. Although, yeah, I mean, I like the, I don't know. It, it is so funny. You're like, it still feels like, I'm smart, though. I wear glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, yes. not a, I'm, not a, yes. I'm not a dumb, hot idiot. Literally, people told me that when I first started wearing them. like, oh, you look you look smart all of a sudden. I'm like, thank you for saying for years you look like an idiot. You, yeah, uh, but you look, you look smart. Well, you sound dumb because yeah. you were because you were true. Like jokes on you. I actually got stupider. Yeah. Um, I'm so dumb. I do used to not wear these, and I needed them. That's yeah. funny that you, yeah, like I, I wear, I'm still in bit mode. We were just running bits, but like that's funny where it's like still in bit mode. People think you wear glasses because you're because you're smart. I'm I'm dumb because I didn't know I needed them until. I was 26. Oh, yeah. Uh, probably older than that, 27. You're so funny. That's 26. ridiculous. Yeah, well, even worse. And, uh, you know, when I was a kid, I probably didn't actually need I didn't need them that whole time, but probably for a good five to ten years, I, I probably did. And you're nearsighted? One of them, yeah. When you can know. see, you can't see far away. You discussed the signs already. Like, if you're reading yes. or watching. Yes, uh, I'm yeah, like yeah. I, if I'm watching my phone. Right, TV which my is phone, why I probably didn't notice. Like, I could read a thing I'm holding yeah, close to no my big face deal. or whatever. Yeah. Um, but the other thing is I cannot do contacts. You what? You crossed out by it? Me. 
Like what? You grossed out by it, or is I, it? I physically can't get them in. The uh, coordination I've tried. The, the poking yourself in the eyeball. And people make fun of me. They go, "Oh, you'll get used to it." I tried once, and literally forty minutes later, I was like, "Glasses for the rest of my you life." You tried once. I can't. What do you mean? You but tried like, once. Like, and I tried like for an hour. Yeah. And it's like, here's the thing. I think that's the natural response for your body to be like, "Oh, something's about to poke me in the eye." Close the eye. Of course. People who can put in context, you're a little stupid. It's crazy. you're letting yourself poke. Your, people are like, "Oh, it's easy." No, you're an idiot. I'm the smart one. My eye is smart enough to know that no poking. Yes, yeah, yes. You have a pokeable it's going, oh, eye. Foreign object, close. Yeah. Literally, it's, crazy. I, it's me. Someone, I, I was with my cousin trying to do it, and he's like, just open your eye and put it in. And it's me continually putting it on a closed eye, <laughs> just poking <laughs> myself in it. And I'm like, is it in? Is it in? I have no idea. No. I remember, like, my yeah, body I had a rejects guy, it. I, like, took lessons, sort of. Like, the stop, guy was like, stop it. well, the first context the context guy. lesson guy. Well, he was I like, you'll be, he told me, re- I had to read a book. You to, no way. You to tell, well, he told me to read this. Yeah, like, the how you can tell if they're inside out, because you can put it inside out, it's all fucked up. That's it's crazy. It, it, there's too many. Oh, you forget them. They get dirty. You lose. People are like, I lost it in my eye. What? Oh, I don't yeah. want that to be part of it's it. It's in my brain. It's all the way. Yeah, yeah. right. right. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll just, give me these. I take them off. That's it, dude. Yeah, That's I do like I that. I like That's that. I it's simple. Um, yeah, they never get dry. All that stuff is a problem. You can trap a eyelash between your contact and your eye. Yeah. I'm Terrible. Out. No way. Uh, it gets dirty. Not for me. You got to spit on it and put it back in. I do that. Disgusting. Put it in my mouth, then put it in my eye. Gross. It's been, o- it's been over a year. You're sucking on it, and you pluck it back in. Oh, if someone sees you do that, they're like, what the Wait, fuck? Wait, that's actually a thing you do. Put it. I'm not kidding. If Well, if you're in a jam, if I'm out hiking or whatever, and it comes out of my hand, I go, pop it in the mouth, What world does it, it just pop out of your eye? Uh, Like like if it gets caught on something, and then uh, if it gets like, if it's not flush, um, and it's like got one edge up or whatever, then you, you blink a lot. And, and your eye is good at getting it. stuff out of your eye, and one of those wow. things is context. And it pops out, and then it pops out, like it will be on your cheek. <laughs> I am done taking flack from people who are pro context. They're stupid. That's interesting. There's nothing good about them. Uh, running, basketball, any activity. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. If you if you did, I, what I've never had a problem activity. running with glasses. Oh uh, yeah, I run. Yeah, people are surprised about that too. I run with glasses, no problem. Never had a problem. It gets a little, maybe a little sweaty, but my mine are pretty tight to my Sometimes, head. Sometimes, like work, if you're doing like an intense workout, you're moving around a lot. I see that. Basketball. Jumping, yeah, jumping around, anything like that. In your head. Yeah, it's a good thing. Team sports, not really up my alley. You don't so play. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. You don't play team sports. Did you play sports? Uh, no, I I ran cross country and track for a little bit. That and was good for me too. Yeah, but you know, this those. is before I like. Now I love running and like and do it a lot and enjoy it. This is before that time. I and I just like needed a thing to do. I was the slowest kid. I ran with in cross country, whichever one is off season for football. I think it's cross country. Cross country is football. Yeah, or it was. For yeah. Us. Um, I was routinely in the back of the pack running with the fat kids. <laughs> it was all the like <laughs> linemen who were just trying to stay in shape for football season. Oh, so it's, it's all of them. Yeah. They don't care at all about the race. It's them and me. Literally one day during practice, we stopped at a Dunkin' Donuts to get a dozen. <laughs> That's how slow we were. Like, hey, it's a long run day, you know, and all these kids, they're like state champions. They're fucking really hustling out there. And I'm with the, a bunch of linebackers. They're like, you guys want to go get a dozen Krispy Kremes <laughs> and fucking hilarious. call it a day? And I'm the scrawny, scrawny as I am now, but I just could. I was slow. I was. So I was. Slow. A, I was a similar build. I think that's why I relate. I was a similar build, and I was just like they're like because they, I have like it's like you're thin, but you're not athletic. Yeah. People assume that if you're either athletic yeah. or fat. Yeah. There's something in between, which is thin and yeah. uncoordinated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. looking yes. at two yeah. of them. Well, and it was probably before I got tall, so it's it was like you don't even have the long legs. Did you get tall late? I don't remember. It you show, know? Well, because like my brother's like my brother uh, probably my brother got tall late, and it shows in his personality. It's like <laughs> he's cool. 
the personality of a short kid. Who Dude, really you, some, some people, I mean, like, That's funny. 90% of the, uh, the guys at bars in, uh, in uh, Wrigleyville, they're yeah. assholes. It's like, you were probably tall in seventh you were grade. Tall you were all the son time, of a bitch. Yeah. But I do athletic. remember growing up, always people asking me if I played basketball. So I, I had some okay, kind of Okay, so you were taller. But, but I, I was like, no, I, I don't play basketball. I don't. You're like 6'2", 6'3"? 6'2". 6'2". Every guy has tits because they're like, should I add an inch? Um, <laughs> every guy is like... No, I forget because it doesn't come... It's not It's not a part of my personality. You're not putting if it on you a If you know program. readily, you're like, 6'3 and a half, why do you ask, <laughs> pussy? Like, you don't need that. Dragovich has that... He's like, 6'6". He like, answers right away, 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, 6'6". Yeah, six, six. Um, but that's also like someone that like, it was a statistic about you for a long time. It's a big yeah, part of your life. Exactly. You, know? you could Google it. There, there's no... N- never when I was, uh, you know, studying marketing, were they like, how tall are you? You, know? <laughs> you can't Google our heights. You can right. Google Alex Dragovich's yes, height. Exactly. It comes up before his comedy does, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, that's, that's hilarious. Funny. Marketing. Oh yeah, your story oh, is. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're but, all right, we're doing a podcast. We're doing a podcast. Here's your st- yeah. It's not a conversation. Uh-huh. Uh, your story is you studied marketing, then yeah. you went into marketing, had a good marketing job. Yeah. And then you well, worked. But at- what is a good marketing job? Really, I don't you know? know. I had a marketing. I had a job. Put a number on it. it. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it didn't even pay that well. My first job. Really? It was. It paid pretty poorly. Okay. Uh, for like entry level jobs. It would. But all things considered, I was very lucky. It's a good job with a salary and benefits and all that kind of stuff. But like. Especially looking around at the people I worked with, I was like, they were all making crazy money. And I was like, there's, I remember, literally remember my first year or two working there, I got a raise. I was the only person on my team that got a raise because they had such a little amount of money to give out, it would be meaningless to anyone else. Oh. I was the only person that they were like, like, oh, we can give like a couple grand. Like to the rest of us, that's literally pocket change. So <laughs> give it to this kid. And that whole, I, I was taking food from the office. I, would, I would stole uh, hundreds of beers from the office nice. because I was just trying to like, Get paid. Get more money. Yeah, I, right. I was like, and the, the work was so stupid and long hours that I was like, I deserve more. So I'm taking up 30 beers every Friday. <laughs> For a year, I didn't, That's anytime anyone came over to my house, there was a bottled Miller High Life and I never bought a single one of them. That was the that was the beer in the office, High Life? Yeah. Wow, interesting. Tons of Miller High Life. It's a good Life. office beer because it's light, low alcohol and it's refreshing. It's Is like, it yeah, you alcohol? can have, yeah, it's like four and a half. Uh. It's basically seltzer. It's uh, it's like a bad Lacroix. This Lacroix's gone bad. <laughs> Dude, oh, that's Wayne's LaCroix? world. That's Wayne's world. In Wayne's world too, Garth has like a cognac, and he takes one sip, and he goes, "This Coke's gone bad." <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's like good. it's like dark and gross. Yeah, um, that's funny. Did you want to wait? Job. Did you want to do marketing? Was that your passion? <laughs> you fucking freak. I thought so. I don't know. I guess. Yeah. Like I, I. That's what I studied. You wanted to be I, funny seemed, too, right? You're um, saying that. Commercials? Is that you? No. I don't know. Keep maybe. Uh, uh, I hope I'm funny. Am I funny right now? Please tell funny. me. Please validate me. Um, so funny. No. Tyler Fowler, hilarious comedian. Uh, okay. Podcast is over, guys. We're done. Back it in. Great um, bits. No, I uh, I studied marketing. I, I found it interesting, I think. It seemed like when I was leaving high school, I was like, this seems like an interesting thing. Uh, and then I, I'm like one of the few people who like studied a thing, and stayed then did with it. it, and then did it. Yeah. Uh, and it was interesting enough. But then I realized, like, oh, it also sucks. You know, like so many of the people, yeah. the, the big thing was, like, the people that I worked with, once you get sucked in, it's an industry where, like, the money's so good, you get sucked in and it becomes your lifestyle. It's very, it's yeah. very demanding. And then watching people, like, we have to work late. It's like, if I work late, there is no opportunity cost. If you work late, you miss your kid's soccer game. Yeah. You miss a birthday party. I'm like, I miss getting drunk with my friends. Yeah. It doesn't matter to me. But these people are, and they all are just burnt. They look a thousand years old. They're burnt out. They're like, and I was like, okay, maybe I don't want to do this forever. They're selling their life force. And to this it's almost like where they're grabbing you and being like, get out while you still can. Yeah. They're like, you have to leave before 
it gets too good for it sucks you in because otherwise you'll stay forever and i'm watching these people who are like it's golden handcuffs they're just stuck. golden handcuffs yeah. right it's like i can't also like i also have been i'm the payments i'm making are based on the salary i'm making now and so it's like like i'm locked into this mortgage and stuff mm. like that so it's like yes basically my life yeah. is all set up for a guy who makes 120 grand a year yep. like that's what my life is set up uh -huh. for and if i make any less i'll be screwed I, have three, I got four kids and i live in Glenview, and they're all gonna go to college and yeah i have to make this kind of money yeah, yeah. yeah i will never see any of them until i die but uh yeah, yeah 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 i'll just be the like a weird dad who shows up once in a while it's funny weird mom mostly hugely really? women dominated industry dominated is a bad word but like well not like it's truly not like dominated, dominated. My industry. not like dominated but like like a very woman heavy industry really cool yeah. especially in like the the like planning creative like uh like business side of it yeah. girl boss people when i got there people were like oh it's got to be just like Mad Men. it was like very similar in the amount of drinking yes but it's all <laughs> women and bottles of vodka not men and bottles of scotch oh cool yeah cool but also like makes me shudder so they like, were okay so they were the ones who were missing soccer practice and whatever yeah, yeah. i mean a fair amount of men too but yeah there's a but there's a corresponding group of cool dads who are at home all day like what are you guys doing want to get together for a barbecue <laughs> yes. play date yeah. yeah let's have a play date at 2 p.m that's funny yes there's a, yeah. there's a, there's a, that's the life. The husbands, yeah, yeah. That's how you do it. No, really, probably is why both of them were living that lifestyle, working all the time, making a bunch of money. But children are being so. raised by um, servants, or what do you call them, nannies? <laughs> or what do you call them? You know, yeah, a governess. Yeah. What do you call them? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. and you and you started doing comedy while you were doing that. Yeah. So the the job that I worked at paid for classes at Second City, and that's how I got into comedy. Which is how Second City makes their money is yeah, by right. hiring out. It's by these huge corporations. Huge corporations. Yeah. Okay, um, so you took so improv? I took, I took improv classes at Second City. Regular improv classes? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and I... Not not improv for business. Or no, 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 the regular thing. Yeah. And just, they would help pay for any other continuing education, like if you're going to master's or whatever, so they'd help pay for like improv class. Nice. And uh, yeah, took full advantage of that. It was your... Yeah, it was your taking advantage. It was the same thing as Dude, get, yes, get yes. the beers, and the, the other things, get the uh, classes. Yeah, I was, and it literally got to the point where I was like, I got one or two classes left. I could stay at this shop for another six months to finish it out. Yeah, nice. And you, it was supposed to be... If they pay for your education in any capacity, you stay for two years after you've completed the program. Yeah. And it, when I was leaving, I was like, hey, do I have to pay into that money back? And they're like, ah. Eh. Oh, nice. Because they, they were like, literally the person in HR was like, too much paperwork. Get out of here, kid. You know? Yeah, and just I was go. like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, but then, yeah, I started doing comedy. Started doing improv. Liked it a lot. Performed, loved performing a ton. But planning the schedules of like six adults who do comedy yeah. impossible the yeah. flakiest people fun people 100%. the flakiest worst people uh so i started doing stand-up because like well, if i'm gonna do stand-up i can go tonight right now yeah just right. me and i can do stand-up and then i fell in love with it and just started doing it a ton because you're more stand-up than improv obviously i would Sorry. hope you would say that yeah, yeah. <laughs> how insulting yeah. <laughs> i can't imagine you're not oh. doing you're not doing voices you oh. know what i mean you're not like you're not it's doing funny how i insulted space I am, work. yeah yeah right well yeah and, or just like the other thing i realized when I started taking both more seriously, it's like there's a lot more work and it's easier early on to get to make money doing stand up. Yeah. No one's right. paying people to do improv. You have to pay to do improv. Oh my God, I know. Even if you're on, I, I thought about that right away. I was like, you're on main stage, you're finally getting paid yeah. by Second City, but you're already into Second City for $6,000 yeah. to get you to the main stage. And, and most people aren't going to even make it there. Yeah, they're not. Yeah. Jesus. It's a racket, it's a racket. which is why they're all closing. But it's a, you know, for them, it's a good racket. Smart. I wish I had a racket like comedy that. classes. You yeah. should teach comedy classes. Oh, I, uh, I don't Are know. you? Yeah, I, I think I'm not um, against it, but 
I'm not against it. I was against it when I was a, but I'm like, I'm like, I'm waiting for somebody to give me that opportunity because I could, like, I could just sit, get you mm, set up for I your first year. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm not against. I wouldn't people, be. The, the, the comics who teach comedy classes, whatever you need to do to make some more cash to support you yeah. as a comic, I'm on board with that. There's a market for people who want to pay for it. Exactly. There are people who who adamantly hate comedy class. They go, no one should take comedy class. Right. You got to go out and do it. Fuck you. But certain people, that's how they learn. That's how they like to do it. I took stand-up class at Second City. There you go. It, just the structure of like, you have to write something every week. You have to show up. You have to go out and perform. And all that kind of helped me get started. And then yeah. once I got into it, I've been able to do it self-guided. You know? Yeah, training wheels. I think, it, yeah, yeah, it's not a and bad there people, and, and, and I think I could have done it without that. It yeah. just was kind of like a... Uh, over, but there are people who I think need to learn in that environment, and people who don't care to be to go on and have a career and be a successful comedian, but just want to take a class and try it. Exactly, There's, let them have it. They have all their coworkers come to the graduation yep. show, and let then it's their it. last show. Let them have it, and then they go. I do stand up. They put it in their Bumble profile. Yep. Yeah, I, this is the picture of me doing the one time I did stand up. Yeah, hey, it's fine. Go ahead. Yeah, no problem. And there's so many comics that are like, that's. You're, everyone's that's so dumb. You're, let them have it. A lot of purists in our field. A lot of purists. Yeah. Uh, screw them. Who cares? Um, <clears throat> trying to think of the opposite of a purist. Like, I'm a. There's nothing pure. Do whatever. Dirty. Uh, yeah. Uh, the money thing is interesting because you. Oh, well, I think one of the reasons that we didn't encounter each other is that you're at the clubs and I was at these terrible bar shows that I produced myself. It, but this was what year was this? I did comedy in Chicago from 2014 to 2018. Okay. Started in. I started around 2015. Okay. Yeah. So I certainly wasn't working the clubs then. <laughs> um, that's everyone's always like, "Oh, you work the club." I'm like, "Dude, I have done every bad slum dog show. Every, I've gone up 30th at every bad 2 a.m. open mic." Like, don't give me this. The club. Like, I'm very lucky to get gotcha. in the clubs. Like, I worked a club, Zanies. Yeah, and and was very lucky and appreciated. But it's like, dude, I also like. I, I, that's why I was so surprised we never crossed paths. I was like, I, I feel like I've, I would go far and wide. And like yeah, yeah. North, West, South, all of the open mics, all the shows, whatever like, I yeah, could, Do you remember any do. interaction with me not, at all? Not even a little bit. All right, good. Me neither. Because yeah. I was worried you'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like <laughs> we had that one crazy no, night. No, yeah. When we met at, at over in Austin. the summer. No, at the Stoop. Oh, at the Stoop we when met someone was, I was like, oh, yeah, there's this guy who's like, kind of living in his van, traveling around. And someone's like, yeah, he lived here for a long time. I was like. When? Get out of it. That's crazy. Because, yeah, but I we, knew This is what we talked were. about when we, when we met, met Matt in Austin was like, yeah. it's a big city. Yeah, right. You, you forget. Because there are still people. I've, I've met people like this week that I'm like, oh, man, this must be someone who just started comedy. They're like, I've been here for a few years. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I'm like, what? But also, they're invisible to you until they get uh, a joke. They get one or two good jokes. They're kind of uh, No, because like, I know so many people that don't have good jokes. <laughs> but truly, like, because there was yeah, like, okay. I, I, I thrive on practice. So I, I go up a lot. I, I want a mic. I go out every night. My whole thing, especially before the pandemic, was if there is any chance to do stand-up, I'm there doing that. Yeah. I don't go home and go to sleep till all the mics are done. That is it. Good for you. And Damn. well, you know, it took a toll on my life and it means I don't have a life. Yeah. But uh, I don't have a personality otherwise. But it was <laughs> like if there's an opportunity to do stand up, go out and do it. So I crossed paths and ran with a lot of people. Right. There's people you see every day. There's yeah. the people you see a couple days a week. There's so there was this like you kind of have this camaraderie, there's this like core of people, whether they're good or bad, that it's like, Oh yeah, every Thursday at four PM you and I are gonna be the first two people or first six people sitting in the back of the Rattler waiting to sign up. Yeah, yeah. And then every, you know, Tuesday or like Patsy's every Friday night at, at 1.30 a.m. We're the last eight people at Patsy's. Yeah, we're all whatever, here. You know? Good to see you again. Yeah. You know, your co-workers at yes, this they're, they're your job. colleagues. Yeah. Colleagues, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but, but then, so, but then in, through all of those weird 
paths I've crossed, I never saw you. We had different, we also had different, like, different routines, too, yeah. where it's like, you get a routine where it's like, this is my Monday, this is my Friday, this yeah. is da da um, yeah. And like, pretty soon I was a Friday's Wet Cash, Saturday's Lincoln Lounge. Um, we get it, man. You're getting booked. You don't have to come in here bragging on <laughs> your own getting podcast, booked, yeah. right? Getting, getting booked on my own shows before. <laughs> well, that was me, too. I started, that's the other reason I've been surprised it's you. I started, like, running a couple of shows just to book myself and, like, feel like I cycled through almost the whole scene of having Dude, people come to our show the show you did crazy. last night basically everybody's I, done that yeah show. right i should have done that show it's different it's a slightly different circle just slightly right. different right. and it's uh it's an example of how you can have a full comic life that doesn't overlap with someone else's full comedic yeah. life we both had it's full comedic lives and you know what it probably is is that in our circles we both filled the same spot yeah that's true too we were this like 100 percent tall uh filled the spot in the roster like we are both self-deprecating white dude. Exactly, yeah. Pretty handsome. Yep. Good looking. Glasses. Glasses. Context. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah. like also right. If, if both of us were in the same room, people would be like, "Well, I thought I thought that was the same guy." Yeah, is this, is this like, him again? Second. People, yeah. people actually used to call me Terrence. <laughs> like hey, I'm like actually it's Tyler, but what? Terrence? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. We could we could play we could play brothers in the movie. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's like right. We're the same kind of like uh, here's a you know straight kind of over the over the plate uh, fun jokes from a straight white guy. Yeah, nothing too edgy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah, call it. Plate, we're we're, like we're Mulaney clean. That's what I call it too. It's like yeah, it's like okay. people are like, are you clean? And you're like, no, but, I say pussy all the time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you think I'm clean because I'm like your mom would like my comedy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Your mom. Whenever anyone asks me about like what kind of comedy do you do, oh yo, mama would really appreciate <laughs> would really appreciate what I'm doing up here with her fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> your mom. Well, that's like yeah. what were you? We you kind of got into it with this. That guy from Canada in Austin, where you're like, I'm doing for them comedy. You're doing at them, or I'm Ooh. doing with them. You, what did you, you said it? You're like, I'm doing with them. You're doing at them. We have so many great comedy talks. That's I'm so happy to have you on. Yeah, this guy was like, yes, he was doing offensive comedy essentially, where and it's like, which here's what you think. There's a time and place for that. There are people who are good at it. This guy. I, whether he's good at it or not, I don't think this was the time or place for it. They yeah. did not like it. Yeah, he yeah. did not connect, he and he got angry at them for it. He didn't do well, and he got angry at them. And I asked him, and I was happy that Tyler was there to witness it. I uh, was me like, too, honestly. I was like, I, so I wish if for, for anyone listening at home, to paint the picture, this guy is grizzled. He is like, he's not nice Canada. He's like... Backwoods. Backwoods Saskatchewan. Canada. Yeah, and he's like bearded bigger guy throwing back beers and was literally on stage like saying like wild stuff and like yelling at the audience yes and then Terrence calling comes, them horrors and yeah, stuff yeah yeah you're a bunch of dirty skanks and yeah go right. swim in a pile of cum or, like gross <laughs> and um and Terrence comes up to him afterwards smiling ear to ear going how do you think that went <laughs> what do you think you know I'm, I'm trying to be nice and do comedy for them and you're doing it you know I forget how you said it but it was like I think yeah it was but with the fact them. that you were like I want to engage this guy and <laughs> in, 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 in like a in like a very uh, heady debate and he's just like sluts be sluts man what are you gonna do he you was know? yeah it was so funny he was like uh, I love guys who are um, he's so sure of his opinion yes Brabilia yes, says like Brabilia has this thing where he's like I know how well we're gonna get along by how wrong you think you are or by, no no I know I'm not gonna like you if you are very sure of your opinion interesting yeah and he was like yep. he was like no that's how you do it man like you're the, right he was like teaching you like oh you haven't heard of comedy I know yeah I and know you, and you were just smiling you're like laughing almost in his face <laughs> like you were in your I love just being able to stand back and watch that conversation play out it's one of the happiest moments of my year <laughs> And sometimes I do. I I am guilty of. Uh, I can ham it up if like I know Tyler's watching. So like, no, I love it. I will talk Lean to this in. guy for Tyler's benefit and be like, I can't wait to talk about this Terrence, with Tyler later. That's a podcast. 
podcast, baby. <laughs> you were podcasting. Whoa. You were doing a live podcast for live. an audience of one. A live short podcast. For then, real. So, so Terrence is arguing with this guy about comedy, and he turns to me and goes, Blue Chew. You should try Blue Chew. Or <laughs> <laughs> reads. <laughs> He's like, yeah, we'll be right back. he's like, you know what else? I really like the way I do comedy. Stamps.com. Yeah. <laughs> uh, buy a Casper mattress. <laughs> Comfortable. Use my code. Use my code. So yeah, the, the so break. We said we ended up going yeah. and like, I feel like I'm doing comedy with them. With them. You're doing comedy at them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Tyler goes, I'm gonna remember that for a long time. You're good. At, <laughs> you're good at. Um, you're. I have a couple friends like this where it's like you're good at like being like, you said this, that was good, and I'm like, thank you. <laughs> It was good. I'm good at validating. You'll bring yeah. it up. Yes, you are. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. I feel so validated today. I feel great. <laughs> Show last night was so fun, um, and you're saying nice things. But yeah, so <laughs> that's all you need <laughs> for but, real. I feel but great. that is, uh, I think that's an interesting point. And to the point of I'm doing it for them, you're doing it at them. Those are two distinctly different things. One isn't right or wrong. They can both exist yes. and be good. But there's a time or place for both of them. And you have to be if you've picked one, or if you're going to switch back and do both, you have to be good at it and execute it well. Yeah. To say I'm doing, I'm dying on this sword, no matter if they want it or not. <laughs> That's like, there was a big thing. This is a few years ago. I forget what what it was about, but people, it was a little bit of the like you can say whatever you want, cancel culture, PC thing. Of people yeah. were like, people came to a comedy show to hear comedy. We should be able to say whatever we want. It's like that's like if someone walked into a Kia dealership and you were like, you're leaving with a Ford, goddammit. Yeah. Like, they came in for something else. They, they they're allowed to want what they want. You can that ask is, them what they're looking for. I know you hate uh, um, the free market, but that's how it works. People <laughs> people want something, they buy the thing they want, and you're saying no, you're buying the thing I have. Yeah, yeah. Go, no, no, no. I came here to buy something else. You go, I don't care. I'm going to ruin your night. It's even worse because I'm going to do the thing I want. It's like they've paid for this. And yeah, you're giving exactly. them a thing they actively don't want. They, yeah, yeah. You can so. do whatever you're doing. You can do it. You can have it. But you can't force it to people who don't want it. At our level, too. It's like, yeah, like they came to this bar. They didn't even know there was comics. It's, like, yes, it's like you knock yes. on their door and like, you're getting a Kia, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Here's the keys to your like, Ford. I have a car. Yes, 100%. And, and, and also, you owe me money for it. <laughs> you, know, you have to buy two drinks while you're in it. And on your way out, you have to tell me how much you liked it. Otherwise, you're a liberal cuck piece yes, of shit. Yeah, also you're, also, you're a whore. I guess you can't handle... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a whore drowning cum. Yeah, yeah. like... You can't... Uh, we're going to have to edit that part out. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, our moms are not going to Yeah, gonna that's like right that. after that. Your mom would like me. This whole swing and cum bit? Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, but we're quoting a guy Right, that's who a says different guy, that. mom. We're quoting a guy who never said that, but we think he would. Speaking of, do, do, your, do your parents listen to the pod? They listen to some of them, I think, yeah. Yeah. Um, hey! Uh, <laughs> they'll, the they'll be like, oh, I gotta, I gotta catch up, and I go, great, don't don't ever catch up. Who cares? I mean, it doesn't matter. Oh, I, I feel like they, they are listening to it to kind of know your whereabouts. My mom's got me tracked, so she doesn't need to. Wow. She's, I have location sharing. So yeah. it's so funny. If I leave a city and I'm halfway between like Kansas City and Chicago, she'll call and be like, how's the road? She knows where I am. Wow, that's it's nice. A little spooky. And it helped. Well, it helps because it helps. A lot of what I'm doing is trying to mitigate their worry. Yeah. So I got the master's degree to <laughs> mitigate. Oh, that goes from a setting on your iPhone yeah, to, to a, a whole life plan. Yeah, eight years of going <laughs> to school. <laughs> but it does. I mean, it helps. I mean, like, and like their worry, and like once I do That's that, I, so I pay my I pay my portion of the cell phone bill. I'm like, I'm not taking you, I'm not taking your money, so don't don't worry, I'm yeah. fine, I'm doing okay, is alive. doing okay to do all this stuff. Yeah. Don't worry about me, and that way I'm free. If I'm free from their worry, I'm free. So wow. that's why I allowed her to track me. Terrence. Yeah, right. You, hey, you another, say a lot of things. Another gem. You, you, you thank uh, you, you. You should have a Pinterest page or something. I like the stuff you, you say where you're like, I like that. 
Did you have you say a lot of good saying. but you know uh, not everyone gets those because a lot of people not a lot of people say good stuff thanks you know? You know? we have great conversations yeah, yeah we were in austin yeah so we met in austin and we i was just like let's have lunch uh just because you're from chicago right right yeah it was and, kind of uh, on a whim i love those i love well and they turned out great and we ended we ended up having like a six hour lunch Yes. We had a whole day. Let's go on. Yeah, we had a good on. hang. And, to and do. That sounds like a date, but there was like other people. It was Raza <laughs> and Luca were there. But we had a great, that was a perfect like. And I like how you're like, Luca was like, is Terrence like an old buddy of yours? Yes. <laughs> I, he, Luca and I are, are, are friends and I traveled down there together. And like that day, he's like, I was like, yeah, yeah, I met Terrence like a month ago in passing at a show. And he's like, what? Yeah. I yeah. thought you guys knew each other for years. <laughs> like he, he was about to give you a kidney. What are you, what are you talking about? But, but that's know. a lot. Of, that's that's I think a lot, uh, you we talked about this too. Is like comics are kind of of a similar cloth. Where yes. it's like you get in a, uh, especially this, a certain type. You know, you get in, in a room with us, and and we can, and we we have been come off of, I think a time of a lot of like social isolation. A lot of us were like at home to put four of us who have a reason to like and know each other. Yeah, dude. And there's no stakes. We're just hanging out. You know talking. We, we got kind of philosophical. We talked bullshit. We talked comedy. Yeah. And just like having an afternoon. That's like the sweet spot. It That's felt life. so good. That's My living. brain was so awash uh, in chemicals. I was so yes. happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But also, yeah, com- comics are similar everywhere. And here's one. I'm going to hit it back to you, Tyler. This is one of the things you said it was very good. Nice. Is uh, when I'm, I'm in all these different scenes now, and I'm seeing like, oh, this is this this is yeah. the that guy of this scene. Here's the drunk. Here's the drunk hero of this scene. <laughs> yeah. Co- uh, audiences don't like him. All the comics love yep. him. He's the drunk hero of this scene. You know, yeah. like, um, and you said, uh, different circus, same clowns. Same circus, different clowns. Same circus, different clowns. Yeah, because oh, it's not the same people. It's different people. Yeah. Same circus, it's different just, clowns. Exa- yeah. We think uh, the scene in Chicago is great, but there's not much unique about us. It's smaller or bigger in different places. Yes. But it's, they have their Wolf Larson. Yes. They have their Terrence Hartnett. Yes. They have their you know a Bobby Buds. Like oh here's yes. the clean guy. Yep. Here's the clean guy. He he just does. He just does the clubs. Here's the guy who just does comic book stores and this yeah. thing. And like, here's the person who everyone thinks gets booked too much. Here's the person everyone thinks gets booked too little. Yes. Here's the person who's nice but not that funny. Here's the person who's funny not that nice. Like, <laughs> we have we have the same character, which is interesting. That's like comedy attracts wherever you are a relatively similar type of people. There's and there's roles. Yeah. Like yeah. You're, you're the second baseman. You're like yeah. The, you're yeah. the guy who's you're great on yeah. Facebook. You're good at you organize the Facebook page. Yes. Everyone needs to like. Everyone needs to be nice to you, even yeah. though you're not funny um, or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I appreciate that about comedy. Is it, it, it attracts the cer- a certain type of person? You're right. And then and then also like yeah, you get you're able to understand the role you're like okay i know what you do i know what you do i know the i know how this all works the scene works the same way even people that are within that scene the very opposite of you or the opposite role of you there is still something about you that's quite similar you're more similar oh, yeah. to that person than you are to, like, say, a lay person or a 100%. guy who's a tax accountant mm-hmm. or, like, whatever. Like, there is, or your cousin, your yes, own cousin. 100%. Yeah. Your family. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is something that we all share. We're all a little sick in the same way. Oh, yeah. Here's the theory I'm working on, and I want to run it by you because you said you had you, – you're talking about Asperger's. You said, you, you, you said Asperger's the other day about yourself. I don't <laughs> think you have Asperger's, do you? Or, like, no, 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 something no. kind of like – Yeah, we should probably cut that out. Anyway, I, I, you don't I, have Asperger's. I, I, that's not a funny punchline. Gotcha. Yes, you know, uh, yeah, it's not a punchline. You can't but, say that. Autism is a spectrum. Yes, and everyone in comedy is much further down the spectrum than some other people that we know. I yes, think, you know. Yeah, we're I all think on it. Some people are much further, and much some people are. Well, my are, theory you know. is, I'll run this by you: is I think any, any everybody who's funny, 
who's funny and cool and comedy. Funny at all. <laughs> funny at all. I'm not kidding. He's either like a little autistic or, or a little ADHD. Fully 100% believe that. ADHD. And yep. it's like one or the other. And do you think you're or more? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. Yeah. True. They, and they all have anxiety. It's the three A's. Wow. Autism, ADHD, anxiety. And if you don't, get out. We I don't, don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> if someone says, I don't have trouble with anxiety, I don't struggle with anxiety, I'm like, well, I don't want to struggle with talking to you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't. I was trying to, to think about this idea. It's like, I'm nothing without anxiety. It's yeah. all I have. It's like, the reason I'm wearing clothes right now, anxiety. <laughs> What would society be like without anxiety? Are you kidding? Yeah, I think. Are you, you kidding? Yeah, like it or like powers us as, as a people. You don't worry about what people think. It's like, well, then what the hell are you doing? Even if the, if it was the last person on earth, I'd be anxious. Yeah, what if one should, other what, person. What if, what if aliens show up? Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I used to do a joke about like I forget. Never mind. Oh, like, if I was was Will Smith in what's that I movie? am Legend. I am Legend. You'd be like, does this dog hate me? <laughs> oh, or I'd be I'd be worrying about every day. What if I run into one other person who's alive? I gotta make a good first impression. Yeah, like you know? that's what you wore. <laughs> You're wearing that. The like civilization's been burnt out for all the all the stores are wide open. You take whatever you want, and that's what you're wearing. Really, go to Doc Martens, get a new pair of boots. Come, Come on. on, you don't yeah, have to pay you? for them. <laughs> Schmuck. Yeah, this dog hates me. He's like, we haven't gone for a walk all night. It's like, yeah, there's zombies out there, bud. Okay, deep cut. For Wait the till the day. Legend, but it's a great movie. Um, we're sitting here in this house that you or this building that you own. We're sitting in the backyard. The backyard. We're outside of the house. Um, who's in the, is there a top level? Is this an attic uh, it's situation? Two, it's two floors. They it's get the upstairs floors. too? Yeah, they okay. get two floors up there. So there's four other units besides yours or three other four units? Four total. One four total. One I live in. Three of, you have three leases to make, yes. to like fill three, out. three, yeah. And I super right. respect that. That's one of the many things I respect That's, about wow, you. Wow, for, for 2020, 2021, does someone say I respect a landowning, uh, uh, landlord, a landlord. That's huge because we're, we're having a bad year. Interesting, yeah. Like publicly, people hate. <laughs> well, everyone yeah. came out like landlords are evil and, and the, the devil, and I'm kind of like, yeah, yeah. Totally. The rest of them are. <laughs> I'm cool. Um, You're but broke. I, I, and there are a lot of very bad ones, and I, I, I get that and I understand it. And yeah, it's bad. It's like um, it is inherently exploitive. I guess it's like because you yeah. have money. Now you get to make money, but like I, don't, I think you can do it in a good way. <laughs> yes and no. I lost money last year. You lost money on this yeah. place, but um, because of the repairs. Yeah, repairs. Because we got nitty gritty one time. We don't have to get nitty gritty yeah. in your finances, but like you're like. First of all, I love the. Um, I used to hate the first of the month. Now I love the first yeah, of the month. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it really changes the perspective. It's payday. It's like it used to be. Uh, I was paying rent, and now it's like, all right, cool. Yeah, here we go. But it is still. I I, I understand the general disdain for landlords, and there are especially like anything that gets big, the big property management companies, yeah. the big owners, and all that kind of stuff. In the grand scheme of, there are pro companies that own thousands and thousands. Of, I own three. Right. Okay? Like it, it, and and I appreciate a city like Chicago or other municipalities where like their their system is for small landlords because I think they're they in are in general more more equitable more fair i can be more fair than a huge corporation so the I system can meet a person the system as is in chicago well, it's is like there are chicago's built in such a way that there are homes that are divided up into four apartments okay people who own the one home you gotcha know? there there's there's place like there's opportunity like that here for stuff like this well i think the yeah, the problems of capitalism happen with the separation where it's like mm. you're employing right. people yeah. who you've never met exactly or, or you, uh, you own a you've just invested in a whole bunch of properties you'll never be at yeah i Live underneath you. If this roof if is leaking, uh, it yeah. affects me. Exactly. Yeah. We had we had a rat problem. Uh, my neighbors were like very understanding about it because they're like, yeah, obviously you care because the rat problem is also your problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting rid of these rats. Yeah, we need to get it's rid all of, these. of us. I'm I'm standing out here with a broom, yeah. smacking rats. Okay. <laughs> were they in the um, house or were they outside? They were uh, in the uh, underneath in the oh. foundation. Yeah, so you could hear them smacking around. It was a big problem. 
Damn. Uh, yeah. So th- it's not all, and it is a job. It's you're just working. People, people, people like, oh, people are paying you rents. Like, yeah, they're paying. You're paying for a service. Yeah. And and I'd like to think I, I do pretty well with them. Something breaks, I fix it right away. Yeah. Right. You know, I try and be very nice, and it's, you're incentivized to be nice because I want nice people to, to live here. Right. Like, We've all had good landlords. And I, in general, if I wasn't their landlord, I want to be a good neighbor. Yeah. So I try to be a good neighbor anyway. Yeah. A good neighbor and a good landlord. It's yeah. like it's like good cops. It's like yeah, we. I mean, uh, we want good don't, cops. Please Woo! don't throw me in there. People hate me enough for owning a home. Welcome don't, don't back. Like, I was also a cop. I've already made this joke, but like, welcome back to Blue Lives Chatter, the Blue Lives Matter podcast. And uh, <laughs> that's good. Uh, Tyler, that's I'm good. sure you brought your list of your top five favorite policemen of all time. <laughs> and uh, we'll, fun. we'll go through those. Uh, <laughs> Chief Wiggum. <laughs> uh, um, Chief uh, Wiggum McGruff the crime dog. He's fun. <laughs> I love him. Yeah. He's fun. Yeah. Taking a bite out of crime. Taking a bite out of crime. Who can't, who can't respect that? Taking a bite out of crime. Um, but you're a good landlord. Yeah, Try I respect be. the fact that you good live in the same place. Um, I loved hearing about it. I don't know anyone else who is a landlord this closely so it's cool to talk to yeah. you about that fair um are they are you are you the tenants you get the hardest part you described is getting a good tenant um i've been very lucky they've okay. kind of fallen in my lap or just come I've, I've only had to fill two vacancies so far in like the year and a half i've owned and i've got good people i, I did a bunch of sh- like when it's something's open i'm showing to like 30 40 people right. and you just never know and some people you meet you're like they want to rent it i need to rent it but these people seem kind of shitty you know they seem but like shitty as like they might be bad neighbors they're like okay right they're like what are the signs uh i've had a couple people like um roommates or couples arguing with each other during the the like open house where i'm, I'm literally like here's the kitchen and they're they're like being mean to each other and i'm like in front of you yeah, I'm yeah. like if you're doing that in front of me now yes oh boy behind a closed door and some, is, somewhere yeah. i almost want to be like Hey, why don't you go look in the closet? Is everything okay here? Yeah. Like where it's like this, they like this doesn't look good. Do you feel safe? Yeah, 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 yeah. really, Is really. Gonna hit you? Yeah. Um, are, they, are she gonna hit you? Yeah, right, right. And and her roommates were like, oh, we're friends, we're moving together. I'm like, you don't seem like friends at all. Yeah. Um, that's not good. Or like young people that are like, oh, it seems like I, I don't mind people like having parties or having people over or whatever. Where I'm like, I don't know what if you're gonna be like breeding guinea pigs, doing weird. <laughs> like we, you never know. People are weird, you know. Um, right, you want the most normal person of all time, and I want someone who like I could pass by in the yard and have a and like be pleasant with. You yeah, know? yeah. And there are some people where you're like, I would love this person to live here. They seem yeah. cool. There was a guy who like, like, uh, was like, oh, I'm, I want to look at the garage, see if there's enough space for me to build my model airplanes. And I was like, a, a guy with like a, it, but he's like, like they're like huge, like nine by ten foot model airplanes, <laughs> like that he controls. And I was like, this guy seems like. He's oh, got a nice. thing going on. You yeah. Know? Or like, Quiet hobby. Or like there's, there's a, a, a couple of guys who are like, oh, could we, would you mind if we just like planted a bunch of plants and did some gardening? We're like, <laughs> we're like botanists and we just want to like really, I'm like, oh, you want to overhaul the whole backyard and make it nice? Yeah, sure, dude. I can get by with some guys who like gardening, you know? Great side. Yeah. Like things you, things yeah. you used to not be like, I don't care about botany. Now you're like. Botany. Body's great. Yeah, oh, yeah. Not the kind of people that are like, hey, do you mind if I maybe cook meth in the extra bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, make, I'm making wine in the bathtub. That's not a problem, is it? Our weekly Twister League. We're hoping to have it, we're hoping to have it here it's in the uh, place. Is that all right? It's, uh, it's just Twister and snare drums. It's just, you know, also, and snakes uh, juggling fire inside. Yeah. What do you think? It's been interesting. I've so, learned I've learned quite a bit in the year or so that I've been. What here. kind of what, what kind of just generally speaking, what kind of people do you have living here right now? Nice ones. Nice families or couples us, or so, what? Know? Um, oh man, 
I don't know if I should talk about this. Because yeah, you're right. But All right. Um, I don't know if anyone's people. Around. They're people. They're nice here. people. Great. But a, a pattern I've noticed, and some of them still live here, some of them don't. So I think I can I can say that. All right, generalizing is single people who have recently gone through a divorce or breakup. Nice. So the running joke is I'm running the Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> like, oh, is your life in shambles? Move in with me. I'll come put you back on your feet, and you then you get it together, and you move out, and you go on to. Bring in, be with. bring in the class of 2022 divorces. Uh, honestly, yeah. yeah. It's like it's like oh, you did, did some of the not go as planned. You suddenly need a place to live. Yeah, come on over. Let's let's, let's have take care of you. you let's know? go. I'm running a rehab center for single divorces. <laughs> so come on down. There's and more yeah, of they're them close. Every year. They're close to like some gyms, and there's the 606. They can get in shape, kind of put it together. The location's amazing. And by the time they move out, you know they're. I'm putting people back out in the world better than they can. You know? It's a kind I'm not. A, you know, let's stop using the word landlord and start using like life renovator. <laughs> you know, I'm here fixing people up. I'm they're rescues. It's a re- <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, rescues. I was trying to look for the word. You got it. They're That's rescues. it. I'm and, I'm putting them, and I'm getting them adopted to a nice forever home. I'm fostering. Yeah, yeah. Fostering. Yeah. Fostering singles looking for a forever home. Forever home. You could brand it. You could brand this place. Um, Heartbreak Hotel. It's a great location in Wicker Park. I was not even. I was thinking like it was the kind of place where you say it's Wicker Park, and then I get there and I'm like, this is not Wicker Park. We yeah. are in Wicker Park. Very lucky. Close yeah. to the six corners. Um, you're gonna. The one other thing you said about it was like, there's no comedian retirement plan, but this is this my is retirement. It. This plan. is the pension. Yeah. Yeah. Pension. If I, if I can keep at it for the next thirty years. Now I'm hoping my mom does not listen to this because she goes, "That boy Tyler seems so nice, and he bought a building." <laughs> He he's, bought a building. He's got a plan. He's got a plan. Yeah. Ooh. See, I don't. This this is my location tracking on on my phone. Yeah, this yeah. Is my mom being like, if I make the whole plan was if I make zero dollars in a month or in a year doing stand up, I will at least have a place to live. Yeah. So there is a roof, ish over my head. Yeah. Got no, a there's, roof, there's, place there's to live. Someone else's floor over my head. <laughs> Not a roof. It's the floor of someone else's apartment over my head. Yours is, the, is yours yeah. the worst unit. Yeah. Nice. Respect. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned you want, maybe want to move to the I better unit in your building if that that's if that happens it's a sign i'm doing better in life okay right? then i'm making more money or and that's like you know a year 10 years now which road, means you're getting it's not like you're paying the rent but you're getting less rent coming in because you're not you're right. not getting someone to rent out the nice place which rents for more right yeah so you're you're probably uh, I, i'm paying more or making less or some combination of yeah. Things, yeah in a sense you're paying less because you will have like you're you do you don't have rent to pay but you do have like it's like uh, opportunity cost rent. If yeah. you're living in the place, well, you're not no, getting rent. No, then it actually would be like, this is the nitty and gritty, but like, right now, I essentially don't have to pay rent because the rent yeah. is covering the mortgage. Right. But I pay through like my labor time. I have to fix yes. everything. I have to do everything. And there are expenses. So I do end up paying a little bit on the year, right? So that's if how I you lose, lost money, right? Yes. But if I was making less and living in a nicer unit, I would be paying. I would have to be paying part of the mortgage out of pocket. Yep. Okay. So then I'm essentially paying rent. Exactly. But it's not rent. It's the mortgage. But you're right. paying yourself rent. Yeah. Sort of by paying the mortgage. I'm paying Wells Fargo. So how did you lose money? Expenses. And From repairs. Repairs. I guess that's it. Yeah. Right. Fixing and up the mortgage. This place. Right. Paying. Paying yeah. off. Yeah. Paying. You have to make and taxes. Taxes. Chicago taxes, buddy. Yeah, dude. Probably. And you're in a nice area. Which and they. More taxes. They are. Um, whenever I see a pothole, I'm like, really? Come on. The amount of money I'm giving you guys? Yeah, you've datified yourself. Yeah. I know. I hate it. It's so funny. It yeah. is funny. My perspective on a lot of things changed. Yeah. In a weird way. Where, where like you would see stuff where people are like, oh, the, did you hear that the city wants to start letting people put in 
apartments above their garages again. And I'm like, really? (laughs) How's that bad? What's the bad angle? The downturn is like, let's say, a block like this where there's, uh, let's say, 40 or 50 homes. Even all of them, if half added one dwelling unit, let's say two to three to four people living in it, the sewer system has taxed that much more. The oh. water system coming in and going out, is t- it isn't built to support that many more people. Wow. There's less, m- more density, less parking. Oh, yeah, more um, people living here. Yeah. Right, more people living here. But it is an answer to housing costs. Yes. So there, okay. are, there are pros and cons to it. Yeah, right. You might. There's more. There's more housing inventory, so the cost either normalizes or goes down. Okay. If there's more afford. The big. The big reason the city did it is, in theory, it creates more affordable housing. Yeah. There's a, a suddenly more units, units in coach houses and things like that for people to live in. Yeah. I like to live in one of those places. I like the idea of having my own entrance. Yes. And it's like it's like you have a little house. A little home. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that idea. Now, talk about the like. About like this isn't funny at all, by the way. Is no, this supposed to be. No. Okay. Good. We were funny for a good long time, and then uh, now that, that's that over. Was about two, three weeks. They're ago. hooked. Yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> yeah, a all- long time, around 2015, 2016, you were pretty funny. So. In Austin, wandering around the park in Zilker Park, we were hilarious. <laughs> we but were now. We had a, we had a uh, 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 real hoot nanny then. And exactly. Now we can we can be an. And now that time has passed, and we're dead. It's funny. Isn't that bad that I don't know how to be interesting without being funny? Yeah. Exactly. You're, I'm like, you're like, oh, this is an interesting thing. I don't know anyone. No like, one has this lifestyle. Talk about it, and I'm like, yeah, but it's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah, I once did a sketch with another comedian, and we were the straight men. We were just like two people, like doing like I helping with the setup. Straight. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> He's back. Uh, <laughs> hey, oh, And right. she was like, she was like, uh, we're not being funny. And I go, exactly. We are the. They're playing the joke off of our. Yeah, the whole point is. Yeah. If we were funny, it would ruin, ruin the their thing. funny. <laughs> That's, be that's like, a funny sketch. Just yeah. like if the straight man was like a clown with the yeah. little, little, little squirted by the flower. Exactly. You know? It's like, no, no, no. He's there to set up the mailman joke. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's a joke on the mailman. Um, so, like, the it's funnier that's if we funny. are exactly normal yeah, yeah. people saying normal things. Cool. And, and then the wacky fun. guy comes in. Yeah, yeah. But you can't hire comics for that job, apparently, mm-hmm. because they're like, what me? <laughs> now, now, uh, yeah. So, how long did you, did you plan on doing this before you did it? A couple of years. Okay. I, I knew I wanted to get out of my job uh, and do comedy full time. I was and I was starting to be like, how? What's a sustainable way to do this? What's a fallback plan? Um, and someone had advised or kind of mentioned like, oh, you know, this is a thing some people are doing, or this is, you know, a, a lot of people told me like, at a, your age, this is the thing I wish I had done. Cool. Yeah. Like who? Marketing people? Were people um, in the office? Yeah. P- a financial advisor that I am like buddies with. Nice. Um, uh, some people that I knew. And then when I got into the starting to look, like real estate agents and uh, lenders and stuff like that were all like, how old are you? And they're like, God damn it. Have I done this when I was your age? Nice. Like, if you have the means and you have yeah. the foresight. Yeah. And th- those things, that's an interesting intersection to be at. They have the means and the foresight. Yeah. And have worked hard to, to put together a, a nest egg to get Down ready to do payment. this. Right? Yeah. So the whole point is I was, I was saving up money to quit my job. And then I was like, what if the money I'm saving up could support me for 30 years instead yeah. of 40 years? Yeah. You know? um, so how long did you work before you quit? Six years? Six or seven years. Yeah, right. Out of college through and, and 28. Like, and pre-pandemic, I quit my job to pursue stand-up full-time February 14th, 2020. 2020. <laughs> 30 days to the day later, pandemic shuts down every comedy club in the world. But before that, I was working essentially three jobs. I had a full-time marketing job. I was teaching a college course. You even, were? Even, yeah. And In what? Uh, marketing. Marketing? Digital marketing. Where? Uh, UC Berkeley. Crew cool. Berkeley. Online. Yeah. 
Whoa. And I would go out there like twice a year to teach a week of, of uh, workshops. Cool. It's still the thing I do. I'm doing now through UPenn, through a company in Chicago. Um, and it's fun, interesting work. Wow. But so I was doing I was doing my day job, doing that job and doing stand up. A bunch of stand up. So I was burning the candle at three ends. I was yeah. working like crazy. And then I was like, what if I could cut out the job I don't like? And yeah. Just yeah. Stand up, right. Um, so, but then when the pandemic hit, I, I didn't know how to be at home doing nothing because I went from doing literally everything all the time, all the time. And then it was like, oh, sit at home and do nothing. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. It was nice. When we thought it was going to be two weeks, it was nice. It was like, oh, a vacation. Those are the times. I've yeah. been working whatever hour days forever and, yeah. and burning the candlelight every end. But then after about a couple weeks, I was like, I'd rather be busy again. You know, yeah, I need yeah. To shut my brain off and work. You know, I need. I can't be. Sitting I'm so much happier if the day is super full. Yes, yeah. Don't have time to think and. and so many of my friends during the pandemic, when we had a lot of people learned about themselves, and it was a big year of self discovery and all this kind of stuff. People were like, "Oh, I, I realize I don't want to be busy anymore. I don't care to, uh, you know, engage in that way. I want to be a person who just like has time and lives a life and all these kind of things." And I'm like, I miss being busy more than anything. Yeah. I, all I want is to be. To, yeah. I love it more. It's it's my drug. Yeah. Turn off my brain and be busy. Don't right. feel, don't feel anything. Be numb. Be busy. You might be an ADHD case then. Oh, you're, sure. Well, you talk fat. I mean, like when we're talking, like we've we've not had a ninety minute podcast in fifty minutes. We're like we're yeah, yeah. we're going fast. Yeah. And I like I love the stimulation. I like being around people. I realized how extroverted I was. Um, yeah. How did you handle it? Besides uh, poorly, smoking besides weed. Besides poorly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was up and down. But you know there. Uh, there were times when it was like, okay, this is probably good. But again, it turned right back to productivity of. Uh, I used to, when I was working all these jobs, doing all this stuff, I was out every night doing stand-up until I couldn't do stand-up, until someone said, there's no more stand-up, go yeah, on, right? Yeah. And then everything shut down, and I couldn't really do that, so I wrote a ton, which is the thing I was bad at before. I was bad at making time for writing. Writing so, bits? Yeah. I respect so that. So the only thing, that the only way to move the ball forward, I was like, oh, okay, I've just quit my job to be a comedian. The only way to be a comedian right now is to write jokes. Wow. So I would put in two hours a day at least, just sitting down writing, writing, writing. And it was the most productive writing stretch of writing it i've ever done did those work those jokes here's a joke i wrote six months ago in the morning some of them yeah I, some okay. of them i honestly has become within the last year some of the best stuff i've ever had okay i've added the best like 20 minutes i've ever had okay and it was my goal going into the year no not knowing what it was going to be thinking it was going to be a year where we're out working all the time yeah i was like if i can add 20 to 25 minutes this year of keeper stuff i means writing probably an hour and keeping 20 minutes yeah that's generous and trying yeah. out an hour keeping 20 minutes bumps me up from this area of having 25 to 30 minutes to having a 45 to an hour right so i can do instead of opening and booking a headliner i can book an opener and i can be the headliner or yes. i can do a full do a college hour or whatever and not have to split it with somebody i can keep all the money so that was a really impactful – it's only, let's say, 20 minutes, but a really impactful 20 minutes. It made me to having 45 to an hour. I'm so jealous of that because I feel like I didn't write a thing because I need to be like, I will say this tonight yeah. or tomorrow. Well, that helps me a ton, too. Yeah. So the other thing what I ended up started doing is Zoom open mics. Get there out was, of there here. There was a disgusting time, and everyone shits on it and thinks it's terrible, and it is. It's not stand-up comedy. It's a different thing. But when it was the only thing that we could do, when yeah. there was like truly like pandemic is bad, like stay home. There was a couple periods it's last year where that was Chicago. the winter in Chicago, and there was a time right at the very beginning when it was shut, shut down. Um, I would do three or four Zoom mics a day, trying new stuff and tweaking it in between every one. Wow! And I was it was just, so I was trying to run the same lifestyle I would do if everything was open. Yeah, there's an open mic, go to it. There's an open mic, go to it. Work on, listen to the set. Work on it. Work on it. Work on it. Work on it. You recorded to the Zoom set? 
Um, no. Okay. Those would be painful. Good. Yeah, but so I would stop crazy. immediately but after I was done. And, and how did that go? What needs to tweak? All this kind yeah. of stuff. Um, it's better than saying it into the mirror. Yeah. And that's about it. Yeah. And it was at the time, it's the only way to move the ball forward. So that's that's what I was doing. And you were, I mean, like, you're the guy, I, I always talk about you when I talk about the Zoom comedy. And I love this fun fact. I go, I got a friend. He's making more money up in his hotel room on Zoom than he is for the, the, the gig he's in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's making more that's money in the hotel so, room. So I did a lot of zoom mics and like which if people opt out of those totally get that it's it's a different thing some people just don't want to touch it and that's yeah. fine there also was a lot of paid work to be done on zoom the corporate, corporate tons Christmas of corporate time Corp- even privates of families doing stuff family reunions get together birthday party I've, I've done what oh my gosh yeah yeah is some it, of the worst gigs but is it gig salad or what's the no it's just, the, there's using? a weird economy for i did get some of them through gigs. i get a lot of work through gig salad but um People just find you online. And once people know you're doing that, a lot of referrals. Most of my work yes. comes from referrals. Yes. Which And that's also there are people who just opt out of doing the comics. who are like, I just don't want to do that kind of stuff, which is fine. Yeah. But in the world that's open, I do that, a lot of that stuff anyway. Yeah, yeah. Going bir- birthday parties, anniversaries, corporate, all that kind of stuff. And that when live entertainment shut down, that... There, a lot of everything moved online, but not a, not all of it. You yeah. know, there weren't comedy clubs like running Zoom shows, but the private gig market moved online. It yeah. did not shut down, and the budget and is the same. Budget is the same, and a lot of in person work. When everything was shut down, people are going, "Ah, we're having a backyard party with a couple of our friends. Come over. Here's a couple hundred bucks. Come do stand up for us." Nice. I remember this one of the first ones I did when everything was starting to come back out. Suburbs of the city, just a little, just a little past the suburbs, so we're starting to get a little rural. And the last like five miles of the drive, maybe literally one hour door to door. Last five miles of the drive, I'm starting to see the Trump signs, and I'm like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> we might be behind enemy lines. Here. <laughs> and it's like a 14th birthday party for this kid. What? And I walk into the backyard, and all these kids are like 12, 13, 14, keep America great hats on. I'm like, first of all, how are you that young? You have that firm of a political opinion. Yeah. And I'm literally, and this is the same day. I that afternoon, I was all out all day. At Black Lives Matter protests. Huh, 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 and then I'm like, huh, if these people knew where I was four hours ago, huh, they'd tar and feather me and throw me huh, out of town. Huh, 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 huh. And here I am telling jokes at their kid's birthday party. And, clean and 14-year-old jokes? No, this is one of the, those kind of people. They don't care about clean. Nice. Goes, Call our kid a pussy. We don't care. Love you know? it. We've been doing wow. it for years. You Fun. Know? But the, you know the weird thing, and it's it's t- it's an interesting thing. I like doing gigs like that. Not not specifically for alt-right people. There weren't alt-right, but like right-leaning people. Yeah. But I like doing gigs like because you get a very intimate view into people's life. Yeah, right. You go into their home. You're with all of their family on a big day of celebration, their family and friends. You get to see, and they are, they were on paper, if you didn't know their leanings, sweet people. Of course. The, 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 no, they the are sweet. Owned, Not even, yeah, you're right. They are just sweet. But sweet to me because yeah. I look like them and they think. I'm, the other thing yeah. is, I'm, I say this a lot, is I'm, um, I get books for some of these gigs where I don't know the leanings of the people there because I'm kind of, I don't talk politics in my act. I right. don't do, so I'm kind of like conservative passing. Yeah, 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 the, yeah, yeah. I can get booked by liberal or conservative people because they don't know. Yeah, and yeah. I have this look. I'm clean cut. I, I'm not like you know talking about drugs or hippie stuff or whatever. Like, so they're right. just like I, I could go either way. So they, I, I, I get booked on both both extremes. Um, but nice people. But uh, fun show. Actually, it was it was a pretty fun time. Um, I, I was I had a point to this. But something 14, about the yeah. kid, the, the, oh yeah, if they knew, if these people knew where I was a couple hours ago, they'd hate me. <laughs> but, but, but part of what I do then is I take like 20, 30% of what they pay to me and it goes right to like the ACLU <laughs> just to really stick it to them. And, but nice, but the other thing is they're very nice people. And on the way out, the guy's like walking me to the car and, and being like, Hey, thanks for coming. It's so nice for us to be able to get together again and do this. And he's like, you know, it's been so hard with the pandemic and, and, you know, 
just between you and I, like I'm, I think it's all kind of a hoax and it's a little political. And I was like, I do have to get going. <laughs> it's fine time. Like what at time that point, it? I'm like, it's time for me to. I'm not. I'm not here to talk. Can I aliens, have the check. Great. Okay. Yeah, bye. Right. Once the check, uh, the cash changes hands, I'm not ready to put on my tinfoil hat and talk <laughs> shop with you. You know. Um, Respect that. But those type of gigs, when everything else was shut down, that work was still happening. Yeah, so yeah. I was very lucky to to be someone who does a lot of it. and even and for, not just for people who are right wing wackos. But yeah, so you made uh, more money this year in comedy than you ever had before last year in twenty last year in twenty 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 folks. Yeah, but that's because a lot of in person work, the in person work that I do was still happening, and a lot of virtual stuff. And then when live entertainment came back, clubs and stuff, I could you could double up same day. Yeah, I'd be making more money in the green room doing a Zoom show than I was downstairs, Hell but I get yeah. I get to cash both checks at the yeah, same time. Yeah, baby. And some of that's still happening, which is nice. There's a little lag of like, especially corporate. So many companies are dispersed now. Their employees are everywhere. Yeah, they won't ever come be in an office together, no, or most of them won't. So if they want to do a big company meeting and have entertainment, it's going to be virtual. So they're less and, and less. Once they're again, fewer, the same budget as if we were going to serving canapes and appetizer. More. Jesus because Christ. they've saved, they don't have to hire catering. They don't have to hire a hotel. They don't have to rent a room. They have to hire a hotel. So they're going, oh yeah, we got, we pay, we already have the Zoom subscription. Pay that kid to come make yeah. fun of us. It, but also to that end, I've also done some for twenty dollars. Yeah, yeah. The range is huge. You know, there's some that but are. You just name your price, kind of. Some, 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 some of them. them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you always name your price, and then they sometimes when they come back and say, the the not the worst, but a bad thing is when you say a price and they immediately go, yeah, totally. I should have said higher. Should have gone higher. Yeah, yeah. But happy to have it either way. I'm curious about you've always been, you're good at the business of comedy. You're good at comedy. I think I'm just good at the business in general. You're good at business. Which I've, maybe it's not even that I'm that good at business, but compared to other people in comedy, way good. One-Eyed Man in the Kingdom of the Blind. Yep. For the fourth time today, I'm saying that. One-Eyed Kingdom and the Man of the Blind. You're right. One-Eyed Kingdom and the Man of the Blind. Same same clowns, different car. But yes, yeah, and people, uh, it goes a long way. They're like people, especially people who are trying to buy comedy, book comedians, bookers. Yeah. They're so used to working with people who are relatively inept with that. Yes, uh, and for a multitude of different reasons. But if you can have a ounce of professionalism, it sticks out. I and respond to shit right away. Respond because, to because to me, it's especially when someone comes with an offer for like a corporate or just asking for a quote, they're asking ten people. If I can get back in, I've literally had people be like, well, you're the first one. You're the most professional. You asked me right away. You, you respond to my phone calls right away, all this kind of stuff. It's, it translates to money for me. It makes oh, me money. Oh, wow. They're like, I want to get this job. I, my, this is a to-do to list item is to get comedian. And uh, you're responding, and now it's over for me. Yep. Great. I don't care. How, I, and I, want, and I, want, I, I do feel for that person. They, they have a need. I want to help them. And I want to be the person. And the other thing is I know I can back it up. Yeah, right. I know. And I, and I worry sometimes. It's like I, I know you've reached out to a bunch of people. This is like a weird situation, a weird gig. If it's not me, I don't necessarily trust the other person who's going to do great. Yeah, so right. I'm like, I know you're going to have a good out- outcome if it's me. Right. I want to take control of the situation. You have quality control, control over yeah. the whole thing. I respect that on paper, um, all those things are a guy I don't like. <laughs> on paper, a guy who's good you know at what? working the a system. A lot of people would say that. You know and I mean? in person, a lot of people say that, too. <laughs> but, uh, Interesting. But like, uh, Ruthlessly capitalistic. No, whatever. It doesn't. I'm not saying that. But like, you don't uh, make it your thing. Like, we never talk about. Like, you just wrote an email a minute sure. ago. You didn't tell me. Didn't tell me what yeah. the email was about. That, you know what I mean? That's, like, that's a perfect. But but I do. 
um, it controls my life in a way. Yeah. Like, okay. what about this? I'm going to do a podcast. I get a request for a thing, and I go, I have to be the first person to respond. I'm going to respond. But I have a, a canned email that takes 60 seconds. Yes. But I send it, and then I can come back and sit down. Then you're back. You. Yeah. But you're not, you're not, you don't seem to, what your passion is clearly in comedy and jokes, which that's what we talk about. Yes. We don't talk about, like, man, I closed this deal on a, yes. on a Zoom. Because like, I, I have to ask yeah. you about that and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I have to, I have to pry in you. Which that that's what makes you likable. That's what puts you on the fine line of yes. likability. <laughs> People I don't hate. Just well, that's the thing. It's always been doing these. We- I've done the weirdest, worst gigs of all time, and it's always been because I want. I like doing stand up, and I want to get better at stand up. Yeah. And part, it's either one of two things: it pays well, and that buys me runway to spend more years doing club gigs that don't pay well. Yeah. Featuring on the road, yes. losing money. It buys me runway to do that, or it's like a corporate or a private party, whatever. It's three p.m. on a Saturday. No one else is paying you to do stand-up at that time. Right. So if I can do a 45-minute set. Bonus. I there were some days where it's like, I show up to an open mic at 4 p.m. I've already done an hour <laughs> at 10 a.m. <laughs> and got paid more you know, on a Tuesday. It's like I've, I can get all those hours. It's just it's stage time. Yes. So I, I'm using it to get better at stand-up. At the end of the day, I want to be a good comic. I don't want to be the best corporate comedian there ever was. Yeah. No. I don't want to be clear. the best. Bir- I'm, a, I'm a fucking birthday clown at this point. <laughs> I was talking about this with Vic a couple weeks ago. And I'd like to be at a point in my career where I can turn down any birthday under 14. <laughs> That's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I can't believe this is the market for birthdays. This is so, I'm a birthday clown. I can't believe that that's actually a thing that people are hiring someone to do. Me too. Come do comedy. Me too. And a lot of the, any of those gigs that aren't like a comedy show, there's very little middle ground. They're great or they're terrible. Yeah. But there's money in it. Do you have a thing where you, you go, okay, what I'd like you to have is everyone sitting down facing the same direction? I tell them the ingredients that will make it successful. Yeah. But success, that, what I think is successful is different than what they think is successful. I want to have a good show for me. At some point, I can't be selfish. Exactly. Be like, this is your party. If you want to talk to each other, yeah, this is your family reunion. Yeah. I can't tell you quiet. It's showtime. You're not going to go, you're not going to do comedy at them and be like, shut the fuck right. up. And um, there can be some of that sometimes. And, you know, it, it's different in every situation. Okay. And, but there is definitely a, you walk in and you suddenly go, okay, this is how this is going to be. I know that feeling. Yeah. yeah. You there was one, oh man, this winter, blizzard in Chicago, and things were opening or just reclosing or something. A woman booked me for a birthday party downtown. They had rented out a bar. And I have to get there with the speaker and microphone. And I go, I'm leaving with like just enough time to get there and my car won't start. And so I'm like, fuck, I, I tell this guy, I'm sorry, I'm running late. So I get an Uber and there's like, no, it is a blizzard. There's, it takes me, it's hard for me to get an Uber. Gotcha. Finally yeah. get an Uber, get there, I'm late. I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, it's okay. We're about to get started and the city showed up and tried to shut down the party. Whoa. Because of COVID. And they were like, it's a private event. The bar wasn't technically open. So they're like, we just can't have live entertainment. So like, she's like, just sit here for like a couple, like a half hour, an hour, collect your thoughts, whatever. We're, and they're just, they're having a party. They're right. eating, drinking, whatever. And they're all like Serbian or something. No, Croatian. Okay. I, I, it's my second, within the, again, referrals, this group of people that they're all speaking to each other in a language I don't know. Whoa. And they turned to me and watched me do a show. And then, so I did one for like a woman's birthday party and one of her friends booked me for her, her husband's birthday so I, I do the show i have to do like 45 or an hour or something like that i think it's 45 and it goes there's a couple tables of people having fun but then so right before they finally get everyone seated they're about to, i'm like okay this might actually turn it they have a stage I brought yeah the PA. it might, might turn into something good then they go all right we're gonna serve everybody dinner it's like okay so they're all eating so dinner. I, they're all eating the whole time you're the whole talking time. and 
the buffet is right in front of where I'm standing. So huh, you have to come huh, up huh, huh, to me. Huh, 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 but there's huh. one table of people that are into it and having fun. And that's all. You got an anchor. That's all I need. But after the show, it's been blizzarding the entire time I've been there. Yeah. No chance I'm getting an Uber out of there. So I, there's a bus. I finally jump on a bus. And I, I'm downtown, so I need to go west and north to get to Wicker Park. I get on a bus that's supposedly doing that. And it starts going west and south. So now I'm like... Getting farther away. Yeah, essentially lost in a, in a <laughs> blizzard. Blizzard. So then I get out of the, With and the PA by on the, the way, bus, carrying a speaker, <laughs> carrying a speaker and microphone. So get on, finally catch another bus. End up the closest I'm going to get to home is like a half a mile. The last half a mile, and this is I'm five hours into this adventure at this point oh. for like a couple hundred bucks. I'm walking home, and it's kind of blizzard where like every corner you turn, the snow's blowing right in your face. Huh, I keep huh, thinking huh, like, oh, once I start going this way, it'll be at my back. Huh, Absolutely changes. not. Changes. Yeah. Absolutely not. I'm the last like half mile walking home, snow and sleet just blowing into my face, carrying a speaker over my head, soaking wet, freezing cold, just like I quit my job to do this. Huh, huh. Are you wearing a suit? No. Good. I, I, I was wearing a jacket. I was like dressed up and then I had like a, a winter jacket. Yeah, over. yeah. Yeah. Um, this is what I'm. This is. But what I was I'm, literally like, but, but you know, the other fucked up thing, or maybe good thing is, I'm like, I left. I, I'm like sitting in a cubicle. I left to do the a comfortable with free coffee and snacks yep. and benefits. Yep. To do this, and I wouldn't take it back for a second. <laughs> I, love I love it more it. than anything in the world. Exactly. I completely relate to that. Minus the hundreds of dollars, I completely relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I literally go. You know what? I love this more than anything. And this is, is for all that's good or bad or interesting. It is. More unique, interesting, and fun than doing the same thing every single day. A hundred going into an office. And they would all. They are all. They all envy you on some level. I think the people who are still in that office. Yeah, you hope so, um, brother. Thanks for doing the podcast. We did it. We did it. We did it. Uh, this you, was a big get. Thanks for having me. You, I, yeah, I can't believe you're excited. I've been about a fan. It. I've been a fan for ages <laughs> uh, <laughs> since before I knew you. And now so, I'm on the truly podcast. an honor. Truly an honor that you would say that, and you're saying such nice things to me, and you're having me on your futon, which I respect. <laughs> um, uh, any any call to action for the audience? Call to action. Wow. Uh, they've listened um, to you for an hour. They um, like you. And just how fast you talk. let's be friends on the internet at underscore Tyler Fowler on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, Instagram is much better. My Twitter is kind of weak. Uh, so Instagram's where it's at now. Twitter is mean and it's no good. Yeah, and I'm just not good at it. Uh, and buy a building. I mean, I've told people yeah, about like, you. Call the action. Invest. I don't know. Invest. I've told people about <laughs> you, and great. then I've had people be like, turn to their girlfriend and be like, how much do we? Can we? <laughs> what are we doing? How much here? do we? Uh, yeah. Do we have a? Let's buy a building. It's great. Um, it's I let, that's fun. So that's how you know it's a good idea. And yeah, the Zoom thing. Um, in Austin, in the condo, you had you were stand up for the Zoom. Yeah. You had a setup, and I was like, this is how you fucking do it. I just have a lot of respect for the way you for the way for you're the doing way you this zoom. thing. For the, the way, way you zoom. zoom. Really, most people hate it more than no. Anything. But for most the people, like, I actually lost any respect I had for you because you're doing comedy on Zoom. Hundred so. percent. Good for you. No, but the way that you handle yourself, I'm like, if I if somehow we could mesh into one human being, like unstoppable. <laughs> Isn't that even worse for both of us? That it's like, man. Both of us combined could be one successful person. Now that I'm yeah. thinking of it, I'm not even sure what I bring to the table. I mean, like, <laughs> like you've got com- oh, you've, you've got, got the, the van, comedy you've too. Got the jawline. I mean, <laughs> come on. I don't even know, but yeah, I respect that. Thanks a lot the for podcast. doing it, buddy. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah. And that's Tyler. Damn. We got, I feel like we got two hours of podcast in a one hour period. We're both fast talkers, quick thinkers, interrupting each other in, in just the right amount of <laughs> of ways. Um, Tyler's the best. Yeah, he told you all his socials. Tyler Fowler. Catch him at, catch him at Zanies. He's out all the clubs all, all across Chicago and 
He's all over the Midwest. He's crazy. He was in he was in Indiana this weekend, and then he came back to Chicago, and uh, did an eleven o'clock spot on a show I was on. So this guy's performing at midnight in Chicago, performing at eight o'clock in Indiana. Um, he's a national treasure. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Once again, shout out the podcast. Blah blah blah. Reach out to me about on uh, socials if you like it or if you don't like it. Um, I will take any comment whatsoever. Um, thanks for listening. Catch you next week. Bye bye.